0: Senator, thanks for taking time with us this morning. What do you guys expect a a session to look like when you return tomorrow?
1: Well, it's going to be kind of unusual. Uh, All of us have to be tested, and I'm going to hopefully get a test this afternoon. And we've got to be tested twice during the week. We're going to be in for Tuesday and Wednesday, and there are committees scheduled all week that are sort of hybrid, where it's recommended that we come to the actual committee room and plug into – the committee virtually but at the same time we're sitting in the room uh so i've never experienced that before that should be interesting and we'll see how that all works
0: when it comes to uh the the way that this is going to play out um you know these tests that are uh, they're implementing uh thirty dollars a pop if you got to get them twice uh that, that adds up who's who's covering that cost are you paying for that test out of your own pocket or is that uh is that going to be picked up by taxpayers
1: I suspect it's going to be picked up by taxpayers. There's been no mention at all to me about paying for it out of my own pocket. And it's kind of interesting because, you know, state government has been considered to be essential since the beginning of this pandemic. And, you know, I go to the grocery store uh, wearing a mask, and uh, I I interact with quite a a lot of people there, and I don't have to be tested to get in there. So it's kind of weird that uh, senators have to be tested and, members of the media have to be tested and everything else because you know all of us have been running all over the place without being tested and uh the numbers are going down substantially
0: you talk about, uh, you know, if people want to interact with their their senators, uh, typically when legislature's in session, uh, you've got lobbyists, you know, love them or hate them. They're there for a cause. They're there to speak on behalf of certain people or special interests. Uh, and you've got citizens that want to address their uh, their elected officials. Uh, that's not necessarily going to be happening at the scale that, uh, that it has previously. Uh, does this uh, become a detriment to having a true representative government, if we have to, you know, have, have people take a test 24 hours before they arrive and they have to pay out of pocket and, to talk to their lawmakers? I mean, is, is that the cost, the the price of admission for, for our constitutional republic now?
1: It doesn't, you know, we can't function as a state like this, uh, and it's just not, you know, one of the main reasons why I love being the main Springfield senator, I represent, much more of the population of Springfield than either of the other two senators who represent portions of Springfield is the fact that I can walk down the street or walk out of the Capitol and people will be able to come right, get in my face, tell me they agree with me or disagree with me. It's been very good for the representation of Springfield. It's, very, it's been very bizarre and odd to not have that in the Capitol. I get, my office, I believe, gets visited more than any other Senate office as far as constituents, but that's not been the case over the last year. So without this sort of give and take that people can participate in in person, it just makes the entire process uh, not function the way that it should, in my, in my view. And, of course, other senators are experiencing the same thing. We don't have people come to see us. That's essential for state government to run effectively, so it's very unfortunate that that's, that's how it's being run right now without being able to see our constituents and getting the interaction that we're, we're typically used to.
0: State Senator Steve McClure joins us here on the WMAY morning news feed as senators expected to be back in Springfield tomorrow. Uh, and, of course, the COVID-19 testing that's going to be required for not just senators, but staff and anybody that wants to get close to you guys in your offices uh, or uh, in the chambers or in the committee rooms. Um, from my understanding, though, uh, the hallways, it's 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 open. Uh, and, uh, you know, for instance, if, if I don't get a COVID-19 test, I could still talk to you, Senator, out in the hallway. Uh, so uh, we'll see how that plays out as well at the, at the state capitol. Um, we are now approaching one full year of COVID-19 orders under Governor J.B. Pritzker. He re-upped that again on Friday. Uh, We've got the um, uh, COVID-19 emergency rules that uh, the Joint Committee on Administrative Rules allowed to last with the mask mandate and the capacity restrictions. That's until like early June, I believe, expires. Uh, What needs to happen here, especially as we see... Uh, you know, dozen plus states lifting restrictions, lifting mask mandates, saying hundred percent capacity. Let's get back to business. Uh why is Illinois stagnant right now?
1: Well that's that's something that I think legisl- the legislature needs to be able to ask the governor. And unfortunately, as you're well well aware, Greg, from the beginning the governor has done this on his own. And uh all of us at, at various times have criticized the governor and ask for a more open, transparent process, but unfortunately, we've never really gotten one. And you know, you see some of these other states that are opening again. It, typically, it's the governor is making those decisions on uh, as far as what happens to the state uh, based on what they you know they feel is right at the moment. And so, our governor needs to, in my view, start opening things up a lot more broadly because, as you're pointing out. Things. We're winning the fight against COVID now, and, and it's time to start acting like that with what's happening in our state.
0: Well, and I see that we've got almost uh, you know 10% of the population fully vaccinated. The governor, even on Friday, uh, touted the success of having a low COVID-19 positivity rate, but he said he's going to stay the course. And he also talked about concerns about COVID-19 variants. Uh, and it was reported that we had a, a third variant found in uh, Illinois last week. But at last I checked, only 88 cases of COVID variant uh, throughout the state. Uh, Are there concerns that we could be using these variants as justification to to keep clamping down on the state's economy unilaterally through the governor's office?
1: Of course. And we we won't know the full extent to who did what right and who did what wrong for another few years once it's analyzed. And, uh, you know, that's why I think it is so important to have public hearings on what the governor is continuing to do. There shouldn't just be this sort of. Blanket power that the governor has to do whatever he wants without any real transparency. So, you know, listen, if he wants to cite these new variants as reasons as to why we're still stalled in certain areas, fine. But do so after we have public hearings and let the public know what's going on. Instead of this sort of, oh well, I'm just going to go make this you know decision by myself and I'll let the public know. That's not how this should be working. We should be transparent. And I don't know why anybody would be against transparency. Certainly it's something that the governor says he's in favor of. Well, let's let's have some transparency. Let's have some hearings. And then the decision should be made with the General Assembly being able to uh, give their opinions as to what should happen as well.
0: We're talking with State Senator Steve McClure here on the WMAY Morning News feed, 820 now in the capital city. I'm Greg Bishop. And finally, Senator, uh, over the weekend, the U.S. Senate passed a $1.9 trillion plan for COVID relief. Uh, Republicans saying that uh, 90% of it's not COVID relief. And I don't know if this falls into that, but uh, you've got $7.5 billion headed for state government, $5.5 billion headed for local governments. Uh, what is this going to do for the state's finances? And are any lessons going to be learned about spending within its means?
1: Well, it's going to certainly help the state's finances, and we're pretty desperate for money at this moment. So, you know, but but unfortunately, what I fear is going to happen uh, is that we're not going to learn our lessons, and instead, it's going to be wasted. And next year and, and years down the road, we're going to still be in the same situation. I think this is a great opportunity for governor, the legislature, to sit down uh, in an open and transparent way, go through our bills, go through what has happened to our businesses, individuals, and all the people that have been affected by COVID nineteen, and make reasonable decisions as far as what happens with our money because if we make bad decisions now uh, when we're we're given this opportunity to get more money from the federal government it's going to affect us for the next you know five ten years so i hope that we can have a transparent process and work together to craft a budget but you know time will tell
0: well and when it comes to uh local government funding uh last year we saw the legislature essentially carve out uh you know the ability for the the governor to facilitate those funds and it took months for those dollars to ultimately get to local governments and to local businesses um what do you think's going to happen when it comes to those dollars billions of dollars meant for local governments here in Illinois
1: Well listen you're right we have to give aid to people that need it as quickly as possible. And so I'm going to be pressing for the quickest release of funds, particularly for those businesses and local governments and everything else that's been suffering. And local governments don't just have the COVID. Some of them have had to deal with the natural gas price spike as well. So for all the, for all the reasons that have been enumerated in the various articles in the last few weeks uh, because of those two issues, we need to do this as quickly as possible. So, you know, I'm optimistic that we can get it done quickly. I hope that the governor has learned lessons from the past, from the recent past. And, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be an optimist about it. So let's just hope that it gets released as quickly as possible for the, for the businesses and the local governments
0: that need it. Steve McClure, state senator for Springfield. Greatly appreciate you taking time with us today, and we'll connect again soon. All right.
1: Sounds good, Greg. Thanks.